0: More than a pleasure to have Director of Immigrants' Rights Project of the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, with us. Cecilia Wang is nationally recognized as an expert on issues at the intersection of immigration and criminal law, and that includes state anti-immigrant laws, racial profiling, and other unlawful police practices relating to immigration enforcement. More than a pleasure to have with us Director of the Immigrants' Rights Project of the ACLU, Cecilia Wang. Cecilia, good afternoon. Happy New Year. Good afternoon and happy new year Year to you, Leslie. Thank you. Cecilia, as a liberal Democrat who voted not once but twice for this president, I have to say I was shocked when I heard about raids on families uh, in the United States. And then there would be some left or right that would say, well... They were told to leave, or, well, their visa student or, you know, visitor otherwise expired. So let's talk about this. I know the ACLU has been very active and certainly has commented uh, on these raids. Uh, So first off, where does the ACLU stand with regard to the raids of these specifically Central American families here in the United States?
1: Well, it is disturbing news that the Department of Homeland, Homeland Security has been carrying out these raids on families in the United States. Uh, but I don't think it should be surprising, because the fact is that for the past year and a half and more, the administration has been uh, taking policy stances that are not meant to adjudicate individual cases based on the fairness of their merits. They've been taking very public, high-profile stances, like the one that Secretary Johnson took uh, yesterday. To try to deter other mothers and children who are fleeing from their lot for their lives from just uncontrolled violence in Central America, uh, so I don't blame you for being shocked, but this is a continuation of a disturbing policy decision that's been taken by this administration.
0: And like you said, this is something that's been going on, and Homeland Security Secretary uh, Jay Johnson uh, said that they're going to continue these raids. Um, You and those at the ACLU, Cecilia, feel that these raids are a scare tactic to deter other families fleeing the violence in Central America. This is simply used as a deterrent and a scare tactic, in your opinion.
1: That's right. And the reason we know this so far, even though the raids are just underway for just the past couple of days, is if you look at Secretary Johnson's press statement yesterday, he frames this issue as one of border security. Um, and the first two lines of his statement say, if you come here illegally, we will send you back. Now, this is the hard line that this administration has taken with these young, mostly young women and children. Uh, sometimes traveling as families, mothers with babies in their arms, sometimes unaccompanied kids coming here. And the fallacy of what the federal government is doing right now is that it's not a border security issue, number one. These are young women and children who, as soon as they make it across the border, have been widely reported as, uh, for the most part, turning themselves in to the nearest border patrol agent. These are folks who, again, are ex- fleeing extreme violence, either domestic violence that is not addressed by the local governments in their home countries, or uncontrolled gang violence. And they come here seeking refuge. They uh, immediately turn themselves in and want to make asylum claims. Here's the second thing that is a fallacy in uh, the Department of Homeland Security announcement yesterday. Um, they are are taking the position that these moms and kids that they're rounding up uh, reportedly through largely early morning raids in which agents storm into homes um, have we have heard from other advocates have used scare tactics like claiming to have a warrant that they end up not having they use these tactics to gain entry and they claim that these moms and kids all have already received an order of deportation Well, what they're not telling us in their statement is that the system that they've set up to address these asylum seekers has been rigged against the asylum seekers. For the past year and a half, the ACLU and other organizations have had to bring litigation repeatedly against DHS to hold them to account to the due process clause and to federal laws that require people to get a fair chance to raise their claims for asylum, and that simply isn't built into the system now. We have poor people who are fleeing a traumatizing situation, they don't have a right to have appointed counsel, they often don't understand what's happening in immigration court with complex and technical legal questions being thrown at them young children are being made to answer to the federal government in immigration court and so it's no wonder that we have the result that uh, many people are having deportation orders entered and the initial reports that we've been hearing is that uh, are that many of these kids and moms didn't even realize that they had a deportation order we'll be following the issue and talking to folks on the ground such as the volunteer attorneys who were at the Texas detention centers where many of these families are being sent I'm so glad you said
0: that. You actually read my mind because some of my questions did uh, encompass what you just uh, you know, provided. I wanted folks to know that these people are without legal representation. Sometimes you have a child with uh, no adult uh, with them that has come here without legal representation. There is a language barrier for many of these individuals, so they don't often know what is going on. They certainly don't know the process. Would you say it is – It is a fair characterization that these individuals fit, perhaps better than any other, uh, such as the Syrians, uh, refugee status or to seek amnesty because they are fleeing, in a sense, a war-torn nation, even though that nation is war-torn by drug cartels and and, and gang members and and violent individuals such as that who want to harm uh, their children and their families.
1: Yes, absolutely. I've talked to many of the moms and kids who were detained in uh, detention centers uh, when this um, increase in the numbers first started in the summer of 2014 and you just can't imagine the kinds of violence that they're trying to escape. You don't take your baby and your toddler and your family and uh, undertake this incredibly dangerous journey with gang members um, who are trying to get you back at home, other gang members along the road. Um, trying to make it to safety, uh, without a very good reason. And that's why it's, um, so disappointing, as you started out saying, Leslie, that this administration, um, which in other ways has championed, um, fairness, uh, for, for, for people who are, are seeking asylum, has really let down this particular population.
0: When we look at this situation, there are those that would say it's politically based, and I wanted your opinion on that. We are in an election year. Donald Trump is rising in the polls and seems to have a boost every time he talks negatively about immigrants, about uh, building a wall, about immigration, about banning Muslims from coming here. Is this the administration's response and throwing a bone to Hillary, if you will, and to the Democrats, uh, and, and showing that hey, we're tough on immigration. Don't listen to Trump.
1: You know, Leslie, I'm I'm not. I can't speak to the politics of it. What I can speak to is the legality of it, and it simply doesn't comport with our due process clause in the United States Constitution. To judge an entire group of people. Um, prematurely and to say we put them through the system that doesn't have lawyers, that doesn't have adequate notice to people about what is happening, that doesn't give them a fair chance to show that if they're returned to their home countries, they will be hurt or killed. We don't have that system in place. And setting aside the politics, this is really a misguided policy and it uh, is, I think, going to turn out to be an illegal policy as well. And what are we
0: sending these, well, first of all, so these are not criminals in the violent sense. I mean, they may be criminals in the sense that they came here illegally or that they've overstayed their welcome. But we have individuals that have come into this country illegally and not just from uh, Mexico or through Mexico or from Central America. Um, that are violent. Whatever happened to the president talking about that pecking order, if you will, that was within his power and executive order uh, to deport individuals who uh, pose a threat to the safety of other Americans. Um,
1: so two responses. First, I just want to clarify that that being in the United States illegally, overstaying a visa, um, that's not a crime under federal law, and that's an important distinction. But to get to your deeper point. Um, the president actually has set a policy that people who are what they call recent border crossers are a top priority for deportation. And this is disturbing for the reasons that you just described. There are other people that the government could um, and should prioritize over women and children who are literally fleeing for their lives. And what the what the government, what the Department of Homeland Security, I think, is failing to see um, is a very basic fact of uh, refugee and asylum law, and that is that people who are fleeing for their lives often have to leave in the dead of the night their carrying nothing but the clothes on their back. They're trying to escape uh, a dangerous situation. And for that reason, they often break a law in coming to a place of safety, in coming to the United States and coming to other countries. But when you look at whether they are fleeing persecution, they're fleeing torture, uh, they're fleeing a dangerous situation, you set that aside because the international law and the United States law provides That we need to give people refuge when sending them back would put them into harm's way. And the the policy that DHS has announced of carrying out these raids, of using the most frightening possible way of um, trying to get these people uh, out of the country and back into harm's way, is a choice that's been made. That we're going to ignore that humanitarian crisis um, that these people are fleeing and we're going to send a message out. Whether that's political or not, I'll leave your listeners to judge.
0: What are we sending these families back to?
1: Well, uh, many of the mothers and kids that I interviewed myself were in situations where there was extreme domestic violence. That is a very common asylum claim uh, coming out of these three countries, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, um, these are places where the government, uh, the police agencies, will simply ignore um, women who come seeking help from their abusers. In some cases, um, these moms would actually say that uh, the police would release the abuser within a day or two, um, knowing full well that they would retaliate against the woman who had reported them as being abusive heard of cases, for example, tell you about one of my clients, um, a young boy, 14 years old, uh, very small for his age. He fought back tears as he told me that every time he left his house in their small town, gang members would accost him, they would grab onto him, they would try to keep him from going to school. It got to the point where he would, would not leave his house not to go to school, not to go to church. And he initially was ordered deported by the federal government with his mother and his little brother because they were railroaded through a hearing where the immigration judge expected his mother, who did not have a lawyer, to explain complicated legal concepts. This is someone who had no education, no English language skills, and no lawyer. And luckily, we happened to find this young boy and his family. We were able to find representation for them And they were plaintiffs in a lawsuit we brought against the federal government for running a system that is rigged against these asylum seekers. And they're now living in the United States, and this boy is finally able to go to school. These are the kinds of things that um, we're facing, that these families are facing, that we're sending them back to.
0: And when we look at the um, – we have less than a minute. Uh, Last uh, comment uh, from you, because I didn't realize time has gone so fast, Cecilia, before we take a break. Uh, No, give us your last comment that you want to leave folks with in this last
1: minute. Sure, I'm happy to do that. Um, We are in a dangerous situation right now in our country where the federal government is taking a position, announcing a series of raids, storming into people's homes, families' homes, in the early morning um, pre-dawn hours, terrifying these families, and then trying to rush them through a system that hasn't given them a fair hearing without a lawyer, without proper notice of what's happening, and is simply uh, turning its back on this dire humanitarian need. That's contrary to US law. It's contrary to international humanitarian law. And I think fundamentally, despite the extreme rhetoric that has tapped into a xenophobic um, strain through the country with candidates like Donald Trump or Ted Cruz, uh, I think the vast majority of Americans still believe that we are a country of refuge, that we are a country where if you work hard and you love your family and you want to make a better life, there's an opportunity here for you. And I hope that uh, the federal government will get back to that fundamental value in their policy making soon.
0: Thank you for being with us. Always a pleasure, Cecilia, to have people from the Immigrants' Rights uh, Project and also from the ACLU, any division of those branches. Cecilia, thank you. Cecilia Wang, who is director of the Immigrants' Rights Project at the ACLU. Follow the ACLU on Twitter at ACLU. Follow Cecilia at Wang Cecilia W-A-N-G-C-E-C-I-L-L-I-A. The website for the ACLU is ACLU.org.